Welcome to City Talk with Sabrina Bangle and Lee Bettis. And hello, Newburn, and happy, happy 4th of July weekend. What a great weekend to be in Newburn. What a great weekend to be with City Talk. And as always, a great show today. Uh, and it's even better because Lee's in Hawaii, and I have, I have my uh, wonderful co-host, um, who was with me last week again this week, uh, Alan Thomas, former mayor of Newburn and Mr. All Around. Mayor of Newburn, I've been I mean, sorry, wow. Mayor of Greenville, listen to me, Crazy listen to me. Here. Hey, do you want to move? <laughs> Well, I'm already ha- halfway here, right? Yeah, right. So, you know, I mean, I love I, your intro music, by the way. That's like big band. You know, I love. We won't it. get fooled again. I love That's, it. Love <laughs> it. <laughs> that was Lee and I. You know? So we just gotta. But anyway, um, uh, thank you for doing this. I really appreciate you doing this gig with me. And, it's a pleasure. Um, yeah, it, we got lots of great feedback last week. Our show Good. was great. People really want to know what's going on in not only Newburn but in our region. And so it was really great to talk about transportation and other things. And um, Great, great show. So I'm glad to have you back again with Thank me you. today. And I look forward, as I told everybody last week, Alan and I are kind of kicking around an idea um, about um, something in the fall having to do with uh, the political season that will be coming up, elections in 2022 for just about everybody because right. the munici- municipalities are having to move their elections from 21 to 22 because of the census. And... Uh, Maybe we'll interview a few candidates and talk on both sides of the fence. How it's going. And I think it's it's what we need to really have good dialogue and discussions yeah. with our hyper-local, with our candidates. How can they impact what's happening for you every day here? Right. Make uh, a difference. Yeah, no doubt about it. So I think this could be a great show. With that being said, this past Tuesday night, Newburn Board of Aldermen had a work session, and we started our process of redistricting. Yeah. So it's very on a very general level, what we did was just get a – bird's eye view of what the districts look like now and what they potentially could look like after we receive the census. Now understand we don't have a census in hand. We won't have it until August and um, we are just starting the process. It's confusing to people. So I wanna tell you what it is and what it isn't, just briefly. So what it is, it's a counting of household, uh, of people. Has nothing to do with your economic status. It has nothing to do with your community. It has to do with your address yeah. and, and the number of people in that home. Um, uh, uh, infants, children, adults, whatever, they count everybody. And every 10 years, this is something that all municipalities that have districts, now some just elect citywide, so they may be viewed a little differently. But you That's still why, have to have the census. But you still have to have the census numbers Absolutely. to be aware of what your population looks like. But right. Newburn is one, Greenville and, and others, uh, Kinston and others that you have to redistribute based on population shifts within your community. Right. But we did have some some confusion, you know, with with some of our members saying, you know, not understanding the the economics of it. You know, they're saying, well, you know, it's not fair to have all the people in this neighborhood in one ward. Well, you can't do that. It it has nothing to do. It hasn't everything to do with population. It has to do with minority, majority. Yep. So the city of New Bern, um, we, uh, based on our last census, showed we had about 30% minority. We believe that that will probably be the same right. in in this 10 years based on households and the preliminary numbers we've gotten. So that means two wards, six seats, two of those would be a third, uh, must be majority-minority right. districts. 
so you know we have to take that into consideration we're going to be looking at that uh i think what we decided was that uh there'd be a small group of us probably the alderman from the first ward myself the second ward which is the minority ward and the fifth ward which is the minority ward and by the way three of the most beautiful women in new Bern. So <laughs> good company all the, right all the ladies um <laughs> the mighty three so um the mighty three yeah, I love we're, that. we're gonna sit we're gonna sit down and and try to talk a little bit about that uh, on our own to to see because we have to be um you know, very sure that we are methodically looking at this. So the process is starting, everybody. You know, we are glad to take questions and help, but that's what's going to lead our way into elections of 2022. The city of Newborn will um, have our elections in March of 22 instead of October. So that's set now. We are set now. I believe we are. We're set now, and we're just not set on what the runoff will look like. If we need to have a runoff, will it be in April or May? Don't know that question yet. And I believe we're also set that this new board coming in would come in the last meeting of June of 22. So they would be sworn in then. So, okay. New fiscal um, year, come right yeah, in with and the new we budget. Think, you know, even though the election is March, you don't want, and if we have to have a runoff, we don't want to bring somebody in the end of April, beginning of May. You're in the middle of a budget. That's not fair to the new people coming in. And it's not fair to the board going out or the staff trying to get new members up to speed. And those are the things that people forget about. It's not just simply having an election. It's the continuity of, of, of government and running the city and all the right. things and services that you need. And when new members come on, you'd like to think they're up to speed. Uh, but there's so much you don't, you think you know, but you do <laughs> you <don't>. not know. <laughs> you do not know. And uh, the Been intricacies there, that. of that. Oh, and, goodness. And, and, and being able to look in the mirror and say, wow, I had no idea, you know, how this really worked and then being able to respond to that and, and make good things happen in your community. You guys have done a great job and it's good to get to be transparent and put this process because it's going to be different. Yeah. And and we've got to be transparent. Yeah. We, we encourage all citizens to come forward, ask questions um, and understand it's not what you think it is. So that was the interesting part. You know, people were, everybody wants to jump on the bandwagon. Um, I, there's someone out there that is put, putting on seminars in, in the community has reached out. I've gotten several emails from different community groups. This this organization is saying, you know, uh, they're trying to split our districts and gerrymander us and all of this other stuff and, you know, kind of stirring the pot a little bit. I'm going to be honest. And I want my citizens, to all citizens, to be informed. But for municipalities, it's different than for a congressional district right. or a legislative district with the state. And so I want people to understand, you know, there was a concern that Ghent is a neighborhood. Oh, the city of New Bern is splitting Ghent and it's going to hurt that neighborhood. It really doesn't when it comes to the city. There's some point where you got to draw along, whether it's a street. We try to get to natural boundaries in a municipal area, but it doesn't always happen that way. Well, imagine, <laughs> you know, talking about not far from where I live, we literally have not only city boundaries, we have a congressional battery boundary that runs down a street, Yeah, you know, within a municipality. So anytime you can keep these Keep it whole. areas whole, we yeah. need to do that. Yeah. And, and I think that's the, I believe, if, when it comes to me, and I'm speaking yeah. for myself, that's exactly what I want to do. I try to, I want to like keep it pulled together instead of a little here and a little there. You don't want to create islands. And of course, the Justice Department doesn't like that either. It's not fair to the voters. Yeah. And it's not fair to the representative. 
Now, you know, when I'm trying to help people and I say, I'm sorry, you live across the street, I can't help you because you're not in my district. You know, and that's kind of crazy. I think we should help old people. It shouldn't matter. But And we do that. We always know when people come Some to us, us for do. assistance. Well, we should. <laughs> yes. Uh, when we Sometimes different uh, aldermen or, or council members bring unique knowledge in certain areas, you know, right. and, and perspective. And we're all in this, we're all in this together. We are all in this together. Be. And at the end of the day, what we want to do is serve our constituents. Yeah and um, answer the questions that they have. I mean, I don't want anybody to feel slighted in any way, but sometimes it happens. And we talked <laughs> about this We talked about this last week a bit, and, and I see it coming. It's something that we talked about. You have to prepare, you know, what, what's, what's Newburn 2030? What is that going to look like? And I think post-COVID, you're going to see a big shift of, of, of population push towards eastern North Carolina. No doubt about it. No and doubt about are it. Are you prepared for it? ready to accept that and, and, and it's the infrastructure you have to have the infrastructure absolutely place. infrastructure and of course we talked about it last week i will continue to sing my song roads roads yes transportation roads train everything so activity um, you know with that being said i uh, was in raleigh yesterday and i uh, got to meet with the north carolina railroad met their new executive director and i was extremely pleased when i walked away from that meeting we had good conversation um, yeah. I think we, you know, I like the new vision of the North Carolina. Did you tell them we put them on point last yeah. week oh, about yeah. the we connectivity did. Oh, rail. We did, we did, <laughs> and we did. We had that conversation yesterday. Uh, was also attended by um, the chairman of their board, Bill Bell, who was the former mayor of Durham, who yep. really had a vision Loved for him. for downtown yeah. Newburgh, uh, downtown Durham, <clears throat> and what he did with DPAC. So, um, you know, I I feel like it's uh, really a good thing. Okay, Cindy, why doesn't the Pepsi Storm Bakers support nonprofits rec- regularly? Um, you know, uh, Candy, uh, we do. You would, you would not believe how much we support them um, constantly. And sometimes it's not necessarily money. It is, um, you know, goods and services. And I am constantly, constantly, I probably get anywhere from five to ten requests per week, per week, um, people asking for donations. And at some point, you you just can't. And I'm sorry you have to run and track us down, but we're busy people. <laughs> and uh, it, it is hard. We can't do everything. And I will tell you, when it comes to the, the Pepsi store, we very rarely, and, and, you know, this is the birthplace of Pepsi. It has nothing to do with Minji's, but we try to um, donate goods and services and not, you know, dollars. So that's kind of... Um, the way it is there and I don't know what your organization is but we do you know believe me I'm I'm hit on all the time I'm sure as a business person you know how it is and it's really difficult for us because we have so many nonprofits, and we have taken a pie and instead of 10 slices we've got 50 slices and it makes it really difficult it's a challenge and you want, <clears throat> you want to help as many as you can across right. the board or at right. least put them in the right direction where they can get well, the right kind of help to you know so and, and I, I don't know there's the the age-old discussion with um you know instead of giving fifty dollars to what should i give fifty dollars to one organization or ten dollars to all five i mean you want to impact people i just finished uh supporting the uh Babe Ruth girls softball tournament that right. was here in New Bern. You know, we had hundreds and hundreds of kids. And, you know, I was as happy to uh, support that and sponsor a portion of that. So I'm trying. I'm well, let, trying. let me say this, because this is important. And I'm, glad, I'm actually glad yeah. this conversation came up. And a lot of times people, they have a passion in their heart for their community. 
there's something specific. Maybe it impacted their family some way or, or someone they know, and they want to start a nonprofit and really want to help. And many times they don't know how to go about doing that the right way. And people right. say, well, sometimes people are worried, do you have audited books? You know, do you have professional services behind you? And there's a great nonprofit, and I'll get the link to you that we can talk about it maybe next time I'm on the show, uh, that they're, they're, they're an advisory group for startup nonprofits. And they don't take any money from you. But what they do is advise you on how to properly set up your nonprofit, how to solicit for support, right. and how to run your books professionally so someone has no qualms in helping you. And also how to kind of work in a, a cloud of nonprofits so people can literally choose between areas and, for, and plan out for the year how they can maybe work with you among a family of nonprofits. So that's something I'll try to bring right. back to the table. And, and Candy, she's so she's saying at least return a call with a no. Um, I will tell you that I probably get 20 calls a week. And, and again, I apologize yeah. for being so busy. Um, it is what it is. Um, you know, again, a lot of people just drop papers off. They leave, you know, I get papers on my desk and I, never even, <laughs> and I never even see a face. So again, I, I'm not sure what organization you are with. Um, I, you know, I, I'm, I apologize that I don't know who you are or what organization you're with, but I'm happy to go offline with you. Um, if you'll send me a, a, a private message, I'll go ahead and try to, you know, touch base with you and at least yeah. have a conversation with you. I will tell you, I'm going to try to vacation a little next couple week days. All my family's here uh, from New York, and I would like to be able to. How do many that. does that entail? Uh, too many. <laughs> as far <laughs> as far as Steve Bengal's concerned, right now, too many. Did Steve tell you I saw him? <laughs> oh no! Earlier this week. <laughs> okay. I'm going to tell you where. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, but but anyway, so it sounds like you're going to have a busy busy week ahead. <laughs> oh goodness gracious. Okay, so let's get on. We got a great let's show go. today, as always. And, you know, we're talking about the city and all the fun things. So I'm really excited to welcome the new interim city manager for the city of Newburn, Mr. Foster Hughes, better known as the director of Parks and Recreation. <laughs> Congratulations, Good Foster, morning, by the way. Yeah. Good Thank morning, you. Foster. And I'm so glad you're here today. And I also want to uh, welcome on the phone. Um, someone who's been here before. Welcome back to Melissa Riggle, who is the executive director of the Craven County Tourism Development Authority. Melissa, are you there? I am here, and good morning, everybody. Thank you very much for letting me join you and be a part of the show. Right. So, so today, Foster's going to talk to us about all the wonderful activities that the city of New Bern has going on this weekend for the 4th of July. And then Melissa is going to talk to us about other things outside the city of Newburn that's going on or ways for those of you that can't get to the beach. Not every, you know, we talk about, oh, everybody's going to the beach for the 4th of July. That doesn't work for everybody, right. you know? And so how do you stay in Newburn and have a fabulous 4th? So that's what we're going to be talking about today. And Foster, take it away. What's going on okay. in the city? Well, the first thing <laughs> I want to let you know is July is Parks and Recreation Month. And this is... Oh. Across the country, and so uh, I know that. Okay. Our, yep, our county parks and parks and recreation with cities and counties throughout the state are doing celebrations all month long, and Newburn is not any different from that. So we've got a variety of activities going on, and we're actually going to kick it off this weekend with our Fourth of July celebration. That's going to be at Lawson Creek Park this Sunday. We're going to open the gates of the park at 5:30 p.m. We've got a variety of kids activities games we've got magicians that are going to be out there oh. got a great band the jan michael fields band oh, they will great. take the stage at 6 30 p.m on our brand new mobile stage oh, by I the way what a what a, coup. what a coup for the city yes. of <laughs> and, and it is a very nice stage. thank you hurricane florence <laughs> 
they destroyed our stage. Gone. <laughs> yes. Yep. We decided mobile was the way to go so we could go all over. Yes. So instead of rebuilding in a flood area, yes. this way we can have it and use it anywhere in our city. It's, uh, it's great, awesome. great innovation. <laughs> yeah. <Definitely>. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, the, the band will take stage at 630. They'll play until about 915, and then the fireworks show starts. And so we're, we've got a lot of activities. You can see the fireworks from Lawson Creek Park. You can see them from Union Point Park, anywhere along the water. So it's going to be a really fun time, and, and hopefully the weather will be perfect for, for Sunday yeah. evening. Well, it looks like it's going to be that way. Um, do you have a capacity getting in there? So for the- vehicles... For vehicles, we'll be able to park about 200 cars in the park. Uh, we have overflow parking at Temple Baptist Church. Okay. We will also be running a shuttle back and forth as well. Okay. Uh, we, awesome. we can literally get 5,000 people on, on the football field out there. So um, we've never had to turn anyone away. So we encourage any and everyone that wants to come out to the park, please come out. We'll have about 10 food trucks, so plenty of food, lots of that's, activities. That's what I was going to ask yes. you. you got to have all the food on yeah. site for everybody. <laughs> and, and, and we've got the fun stuff uh, as well, the funnel cakes. We've got uh, donuts. We've got the popcorn. We've got all the other great food that you It's expect. really good for you. This is the best. A- absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> get a good sugar rush before, before so we get a, a big good, explosions. A good opportunity yes. to load the car up with the kids, the family. Yeah. Uh, bring your chairs, right? Everybody Absolutely. Can bring, bring, your bring, your, bring your chairs. Bring a picnic blanket if you want to sit out there. Will people be able to bring in picnic baskets? They sure will, yes. Okay, so bring your picnic basket. You'll get you some fried chicken or whatever it is that you like or cook something up, bring some sandwiches and, and enjoy the music. And, and this time of year, it's it's uh, it's still going to be kind of warm out there. It, You're going to have some cooling stations and those we type are. of operations. We're going to have a few cooling stations out there as well. And, you know, Last year, we were one of the few cities within the state that offered fireworks. Literally, I can yes. count them on, yes. on one right. hand. That's so true. And we had a huge crowd out there. And, of course, everyone was doing the social distancing and all. And we still had a large crowd out there for that. But now we're going to be able to offer a lot of activities and entertainment. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Awesome. Well, that's well, that's really great. So um, I, I know we're going to talk about other things going on um, in Newburn, But, uh, Melissa, talk to us about what else is going on um, for the 4th that people can go to. Yeah, well, so in addition to Newburn's great festivities and fireworks, I don't want to leave out sites that the city of Havelock is also going to be, encompass everything I encompass is Craven County, so I um, wanted to you know, shed some light on that, but the um, city park in Havelock will be open at five and we'll have vendors and games and music. Um, they will do a, a fireworks display as well. It starts at nine, um, so anybody in or around that area, uh, please check them out. Um, and then Tryon Palace, which is, you know, just one of our, our crown jewels and our tourism assets, um, it will be having and celebrating the glorious 4th on July 3rd. So uh, the morning of July 3rd, which is 9 a.m., they will start festivities. They'll have the uh, Fife Drum Corps. Uh, they will have reenactments on uh, the grounds. Um, you can enter getting any uh, the basic Tryon Palace admissions pass. Um, for gardens or grounds to be able to take part and see the festivities on for the glorious third. Um, and then in addition to that, you can also use your pass to you know go into the mansion with an interpreter, walk the gardens and grounds, and just spend the day there kind of taking it all in. So I'm uh, really excited about that. The palace does an amazing job with their interpreters and when they open up their gates to having events. Um, so if anybody is here and around locally, I would you know highly encourage you to check that out as well. Um, we've got yeah the palace so um in addition i mean we've got just so many different venues in terms i mean now it's so great to have choices and all these options with you know our bars and pubs and breweries and 
have amazing local music acts that are taking place from Blackbeards to Prohibition. We've got them at Tap That. Um, you know, Persimmons has live music this weekend. So all of these great um, acts are going to be going on throughout the entire weekend um, at these great venues. And if you're interested, if you're going to be in the area, go to the Visit Newburn website, and our full calendar is up there. Um, our visitor rep, Tammy, does an amazing job of you know, keeping track of all of the live music events and everything that's going on from the glorious force to fireworks to, you know, any of these other uh, events in between. So uh, visit Newburn Calendar is a great resource to check things out this weekend and any other weekend. Well, great. And also to talk a little bit about the amenities that are out there. So, um, you know, one of the big things people like to do is get on the water. Is there a way for people who are staying in Newburn that can't get to the beach and in the water to get on our beautiful rivers? Yes. So we have had a little challenge, you know, coming into uh, spring season and, and our tourism season kind of uh, resurging a little faster than I think anybody anticipated. But um, we now have a brand new company that has come on board and um, is a new hospitality partner, uh, T&G Motorsports. Um, so they are two brothers that are local and have just really invested uh, a lot of time and resources in uh, this new venture and have invested in a fleet of luxury pontoon and jet skis oh, wow. and yeah. you and um, wake boats. And um, you yeah. can take them out, rent them yourself. Um, they have uh, day prices, they have sunset package prices, um, or you can go out with one of their captains as a guide. Um, so you have that, those opportunities. The jet skis can be rented by the half hour to you know half a day. Um, they're beautiful. I mean, the, the equipment and the, and the the fleet that they have are just, I mean, picture worthy. Um, they have, you know, helped us out with the visitor center. They've taken special guests out with us. Um, they've worked with us on social media. We've done some cool uh, videos with them. They're great. Um, they are also working with us, and um, we've, you know, told them the need. Uh, you know, when tourists and guests come in, it's not always that they want to rent a boat for the day. They just want to get out and do a, a nice sunset cruise or. Uh, often it's to go by and see Nicholas Sparks' house. <laughs> so, they, you know, they, we wanted to give people an opportunity even for an hour or two hours, and they have graciously put together a custom um, day package or a sun, sunset hourly package um, and throughout the day, and um, that will start on July 5th. That so is awesome, Melissa. Where are they located, yeah. or how do you get in contact with them? Off your website as well? And yeah, I've done so this in Charleston. It's a phenomenal on- experience. Yeah, they're listed on our website um, under outdoor activities and, and water. Um, they've got a full, very uh, robust website, and they're, um, you leave a message for them, or you can book online right there. Um, and like I said, the, the hourly or two-hour cruises will start um, on July 5th, but they also have their rental equipment available, um, and we're still renting it out for the weekend. So if anybody wanted to go and do that to watch the fireworks display, um, they will pick up out of Lawson's Creek Park. They'll pick you up at a persimmon. Um, they will basically arrange and pick you up wherever you can get to a drop point. Um, and like I said, it is. Um, they have been just um, incredible to have come in, uh, and we are just so pleased to have them, and I want to get out and support them in any way possible, but you will not be disappointed if you, you know, choose to, to take them up on a, an offer and get out on one of their boats. Right, so tell everybody again what the website address is, how it, you get there. Uh, their website or no their your website where you can get the get them to you. Well, mine of course is visitnewburn.com. Okay, and that's and really important. Everybody needs to know visitnewburn.com is really important for 
all your information, how to get on the water, how to listen to music, what activities are going on, where to stay, where to eat. All of that is contained in our visitnewburn.com website, website, correct? Yes. Yes. And that, again, is not just for this weekend or, or, you know, holiday weekend of any time. I mean, this is, we market this for tourists, but this is a great resource for for our local community as well. I mean, we have all of our calendar for events. We have these local partners who are are here for our, you know, our citizens of Craven County too. Um, But TNG Motorsports is the uh, new Mm -hmm. uh, group that was uh, mentioning. So um, just, it's great to check out, um, you know, in addition to getting out on the water. We've got, you know, trolley service that will still be going on during the weekend. Uh, we have self-guided tours. Uh, there's just a lot to do, even if you are staying here and um, don't want to go to the beach. Um, and again, the, the website will have all of that. Check for their hours. And if you're out in town and you know have a question or need any assistance with anything over the weekend, um, go into 223 Pollock Street, um, which is our visitor center, our cup house. Uh, well, we will have a visitor center rep there uh, 10 to 4, both Saturday and Sunday, to help assist any families or any guests that come in um, with any of their needs while they're walking around and, and hanging out in Newburn. Awesome, awesome. All right, so I'm going to flip back over to our friend Foster here. And Foster, by the way, um, one of the comments is um, they are so excited to have you here in Newburn and um, you know, think you're going to do a great job as our city manager, and I think so too. Well, so. thank you. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> we hadn't been, he, he's, he's still standing, so we haven't <laughs> beat him up too bad. We've had a lot, a lot going on, but he's just yes. done an excellent job. We're appreciative. But um, we've, we've got other things going on all summer, and we've got a really active uh, thing with music and, and movies. So tell us a little bit more about that. Well, and I also want to let you know that um, with summertime, our Newburn Aquatic Center is open as well. And we ha- have a lot of folks that will come out there. A lot of non-residents will come uh, to enjoy the pool. We've got a zero-depth entry with a lot of features. We do pool parties there. We have swimming lessons. Actually, swimming lessons are booked for the rest of the summer. Uh-huh. That has been so popular. But uh, the Aquatic Center will be open this weekend. It'll be open on 4th of July as well. The hours for Saturday are 12 to 6, Sunday 1 to 6, and during the week it's 12 to 6. Uh, uh, you can Go to our website at newburnnc.gov and click on the Parks and Recreation link and find out all the information on that. But we've got a very popular concert series. It's Footloose on the Noose. Uh, we started this several years ago. Of course, last year we couldn't do it, but we started it up again this year. I don't know. So I, I am going to shout out to uh, my colleagues, uh, Alderman uh, Jamisha Harris and Alderman Jeff Odom, who really pushed me to do this. You know, it was in my ward. And, Come on, Sabrina. We, we gotta have, have music. Yeah, yes. you know, stop being an old fogey, and we need we need entertainment. And you know, so they're uh, right. They're and right. They were absolutely because let me tell yeah. you, it has been so successful since A the hit. first Huge hit. one we've had. It's people love to grab their chairs, come to our common park, you know, where Union Point, where everybody loves to be, and the water views, all, yeah, all, all those sensations great. that you want, the warm breeze and the mm-hmm. music. And yeah. we were just in Nashville a couple of weeks ago, and every nook and cranny every park had live music yeah and you surprise how much you miss that until you kind of get that experience so good to see it back here on the news so when's the next one coming up so our next one is going to be on friday july 16th we've got on the board of the ultimate tribute uh, eagles tribute band and they're a very good band they've been in greenville i think they're in greenville this this year as well and so that's going to be a big 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 concert so uh the mission is free for all these by the way it's sponsored by trent cadillac gmc they've been our partner for several years now our our contact after that will be the Joe Brown Band. They're going to be here on July 23rd. They, they were actually, well, 
We're saying they were rained out. Uh, we've had a couple of issues with some concerts. Our first concert we were scheduling this year, some folks in the band got sick, so we had to cancel that. And then all protocol, week, protocol. Yes, that's right. Then all week long for our next concert, it rained every night, and so the weather forecasters were saying it's going to be a horrible Friday night. And, and it was a beautiful. And, and, <laughs> but you and, love when that happens. That's right. And we oh. had to bite the bullet early that day, or we were going to have to pay the the band, and so we had to cancel. And of course. The sun came out right after we did that. So. you got to have your backup local guy always ready to go on with acoustic. Yeah. That's right. But then on August 13th, we've got the River Miss Band. They've been here before and do a good job. On Friday, August 27th, Trial by Fire. They're a Journey Tribute Band. That'll be really good. On Friday, September 3rd, we've got the British Invaders. And on Friday, September 17th, the Pamlico Sound Machine. So all these concerts are held at Union Point Park downtown. They start at 6.30. They go to about 9 or 9.30 p.m. Admission is free. We've got food vendors. Um, the Craven Arts Council is partnered with us. They sell adult beverages out there. So uh-huh. a lot of fun, a lot of exciting activities. And you're activities. rescheduling one of our first band, the I-42. I-42 band. We're going to bring them back October 1st. Yes. Awesome. So that's featuring our the one and only Brian Mayer. Oh, good old Brian. Yes. And, you know, we, we love Brian. And a shout out to our my other colleague, Alderman uh, Bobby Astor, who's saying good morning to you and you. And morning. morning. So good morning, Bobby. We, we, if the mayor was here, we'd tell everybody it was hug Bobby Astor. <laughs> <laughs> Which during COVID, he did not like. Right. <laughs> so besides concerts, free concerts in the park, we also have movies in the park. We did do. You know and, and, you know, last year we did drive-in movies, and we were one of the first in the state to start that. Another Department started calling us to see how we were doing it, and of course we we have all the audiovisual equipment and, and inflatable screens and things, but it still continued to be popular. So our next movie is going to be on it's uh, I think it's July 9th, Friday, July 9th, that we're going to show Footloose, and oh. so the original Footloose, and so that'll be neat. We're doing about two drive-in movies a month right now, so that will continue up until really up to Thanksgiving. Where is this located? This is located Lawson? at Lawson Creek at Park. Lawson Creek. Yes. Lawson Creek. Yep. So you actually drive in. We do charge admission for that just to, to keep up with the uh, uh, how many people come in. But it's five dollars a car. Five dollars a carful. A carlo. <laughs> yes. If you go and to the movie theater, that's a bargain. The, it, it is a bargain. <laughs> it is a bargain. We we still have food vendors for that. We sell popcorn and drinks, and it's amazing how many people come. They will pack their vehicles, and if you're in a if they're in a pickup truck, they'll have their blankets and pillows and things out there, and they'll have coolers with all kinds of neat neat uh, things, and so it, it's really a lot of fun. If you haven't experienced that, go check it out. Yeah, I, I, again, you know, Newburn has been really on the forefront. You know, we started with um, getting creative with the dining in the streets yes. when we were restricted, and you know, the rest of the state started calling saying, "How are you doing this?" You know, we were. Forced, we were trying to get some entertainment for people. What was better than come in your car? You could yeah, sit in the car, right. or you could get outside. It would still allow for social distancing, and you know, watch a movie. It was a way to get people doing things. And I'm so proud of staff members like Foster and Lynn Herrickell from Swiss Bear and the others that really said, "Okay, let's think out of the box." Instead of, you know, no should never be an option. That's my favorite saying no is never an option. It should be an opportunity. It may not be what you think it's going to be. Right, There's always right. a different, you know, a way to make it work. And are right. you still doing the, the dining on the, oh, on yeah. the street? Yes, we are. Saturday yes. nights. Yeah. Sat- every, every Saturday night that's still Friday, going on here. Friday, Friday, Friday and Saturday. We yeah. came last year a couple yeah. of times. Yeah. So it was great. And yeah, it is. It's got a good vibe to it. You know, weather kind of holds us back. Weather it does, yes. And, uh, you know, that's the bad part about it, but it's really good. And people love to just walk around and see people sitting outside. I think it's a, 
a great feel. So we've got that going on. What else does Parks and Rec do during the summer? Well, well, we've got a variety of summer camps that go on. Camps are actually full. We do them at uh, West Newburn Recreation Center and over at the Omega Center. So they do feel we've started doing field trips again. So that's a lot of fun. Um, we have created a, a new uh, activity. It's called the Mobile Recreation Unit, the MRU, and it's a trailer. It's about 16 feet long, and it's filled with a variety of games and activities, arts and crafts and things like that. And in July, we're going to start going to various neighborhoods. There will be a schedule on our website to let you know where we'll be. We'll be there for a few hours each time we come around, so give kids and families the opportunity to get out and enjoy themselves. But we've got 26 parks in Newburn, and our newest park, which is not fully open yet, but People are going out there like crazy is Martin Marietta Park. And so we do anticipate a grand opening of that park a little bit later in the summer. Uh, Staff is out there right now putting signage up. Uh, We finished our trails. We've just finished a couple of restrooms. We've got a great playground that we just installed so we, we look forward to to introducing that to the community right. and you have that beautiful little lake there oh and people yes. can access it now but with kayaks correct? that's right you yes. get out there and you can kayak i guess paddleboard as well yes that's great and um, we're looking down the road for other amenities and things that we can do what road access is that, that new park? So basically it's a service road. It's right off of Glen Burnie. Okay. If, if you know where South Glen Burnie is, it, right before you get to the DOT garage on the right, you take a left. It's right okay. right behind a, uh, um, a storage building uh, business. Um, but one of the things we're also going to be doing starting later this month is canoe kayak rentals at Lawson Creek, I mean at Union Point Park on the weekend. So Saturdays and Sundays, we will have our canoes and kayaks out. So if folks are visiting, want to get out on the water, you'll have that opportunity to do that. Well, um, you know, that uh, it's really good. Have to shout out to my wonderful friend, Mr. Gray Wheeler, telling us happy fourth. He likes to listen to our show, but I need to do a huge shout out for Mr. Gray Wheeler because this week he was honored with the Rotarian of the Year Award. Congratulations. Yes. And no better Rotarian than Mr. Gray Wheeler. He uh, is he, he's with the, the noon club that meets at one o'clock and uh, has always been a staunch supporter of rot- uh, Rotary and all that they do. And um, Gray, I'm so happy to call you my friend and even happier to call you Mr. Rotarian of the Year. So congratulations, uh, congratulations to our good friend Gray Wheeler. Uh, and it's quite quite the honor to have that title. So great job. But, uh, you know, I think Martin Marietta is the park of the future. So um, it was really exciting when the city was able to obtain Such a property. big space. Yes, a great really big is. space. But it's going to provide us with a different kind of amenity because it'll be more of an adventure park. That's correct, yes. So, you know, hiking, biking, that kind of stuff, the water amenity that's there. You know, we hope to have some zip lines and other zip things. Zip lines, adventure ropes course. We're looking for a swim beach as well, mm-hmm. um, uh, a bike pump course. Uh, and eventually we'd like to have some overnight camping. Uh, we've got some great locations for that as well. Yeah. Well, that becomes a regional destination. Yes, it, it does. It really does. Yes, it and does. And what, we call, what we call a blue way, people yes. access to get out, just like do a green way and, and get out and exercise mm-hmm. on right. the water and, and a, a good controlled environment. It's very exciting. And then, Absolutely. of course, the ultimate piece of that is that it's going to put an amphitheater out there. And, you know, for the record, I am not for that <laughs> because <laughs> – I don't. I think the location should be Lawson Creek Park, and the reason I think it should be Lawson Creek Park is the visibility from Highway 70. People coming and seeing the lights and being see able all to the act, activity. Yeah, and yep. come off there, and it's so visible. And then with all the hotels in downtown, people could walk 
then, you know, to the arena, to the event, whatever. But, you know, um, we live in a democracy and that is not what the rest of the board feels. Um, they are excited. They're ready to go. They wish you would build it tomorrow. So, so be it. But I have to be on the record to say it is not my first choice. <laughs> What's good for Newburn is good for all of that. That's, that's, right. that's right. exactly that's right. right. That's exactly right. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a team player. You know, I state my case and then you move on, right? That's right. And that's, and that's Next what opportunity. You, have to, yes. you have to do. But um, another part of this that originally we thought, and I was a staunch supporter of, of course, is the skate park. You know, skateboarding is so big and we're so limited in what our youth can do. And I've worked with several different groups who continued to meet with me and talk to me about a skate park. Foster was, you know, so intimately involved in this. And we thought that that here, Martin, Mario, Martin Marietta would be the be best place for it. So what we're going to do is maybe relocate it to a different one. We're still working right. on it. It's still a going to be a reality but they've had some better vision and i agree yeah. with it yeah and one of the things we, we did a survey back uh, last year and we asked a lot of the folks that would actually use the park um location and a lot of people said that mark marietta park it is a little bit farther out uh, uh out of the center city and so it was easier to get to other places and so we gave them an opportunity where they'd like to possibly see that and so if we're able to get that skate park and I have a feeling we will be uh, sooner rather than later we're going to put that over at Seth West Parrot Park is which is where West Newburn Recreation Center yeah, is yeah. we've got we've got a great piece of land over there and we can develop that and, and we've got room to expand if we need to uh, for that in the future so we, we've got a lot of projects that we're working on we're really excited yeah. well I you know Foster has done an incredible job since the minute he hit the ground here in Newburn he has really taken our parks and rec program to another level so that's his passion and his side job as the interim city manager yeah. which, that, that's exactly right you know, yeah. side job is getting beat up by seven people <laughs> and keeping us all in check so you know he's really doing a doing a great great job but you know i'm seeing all these great programs he's got great staff you know parks and rec is more than just activities and that's what people don't understand you know and I want you to talk about it for a minute, but, you know, he has to cut grass. <laughs> he has to take care of cemeteries. The operations you know, are bad. That's I mean, right. The, incredible. the operations are, are unbelievable because you're you're right. Uh, uh, we split a lot of the, the uh, thoroughfares with Public Works. We do a lot of the things downtown. We do any of the overpasses. Um, we have five cemeteries that we maintain. Overall, Parks and Recreation has about 1,300 acres of land. And, wow. and we've got a staff of 15 in our grounds maintenance department. We also bring on some temporary staff. Uh, we used to bring prisoners in. We haven't been able to bring them back since COVID yet. But that's a lot of work for that staff to do. And so they do a lot of landscaping. We take care of the tree issues uh, that are in the public parks and the right-of-ways. And so that, as well as operating the special events, uh, just regular programming at our Parks and Recreation facilities, uh, there's a lot going on. Do you have a big volunteer program as well? You know, community? the volunteer program, it ebbs and flows. Um, uh, last year, it was really non-existent. It started to come back. So we're working with a, a lot of groups that want to do some litter cleanup, some folks that want to clean some stones, at, headstones at cemeteries and things. Right. So it, it's coming very back. Very important. Yes, it yeah, really cemeteries is. Cemeteries for us is a big deal. And it is. Very costly. Well, we, we've often found that's a way for, especially for people that have moved recently to a community, to Absolutely. really get to know a community and feel like it's a part of themselves. Right. Yes. So it's always the volunteer yes. program is awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it, it is. And, you know, we actually worked with some youth groups. So you had some youth groups 
Chiefs. I believe it was the Epiphany School planting. That's right. I saw them out yeah. there, you know, we, planting shrubs. <laughs> we we had the Epiphany School for about three weeks, and each day we would have anywhere from you know fifteen to thirty kids. And so I bet I bet they put out five hundred yards of mulch at, at playgrounds, <laughs> landscaping everywhere. They were they were picking up trash. They were planting. Uh, doing a lot of landscape planning, so it, it it was such a help for our staff. We we were able to to get ahead of our schedule, which was really great. When you look at the stretch of dollar, there's nothing like having a good volunteer coordination because these groups needed they want to do public service projects right. all the time. Yes. If you could just yes. get it in concert, right? right. Absolutely. What better way to involve our youth oh, to wonderful. get involved in the community yep. and understand how we work and how we process things? And you know, I I sometimes we just don't think about using the kids to do stuff like that. They're ready. But, I mean, they they, they want to get outside. Right. They They're eager yeah. to, to be involved. That's yeah. right. And when it comes to scouting, we always work with scouts when they're trying to get that that uh, eagle badge and things like that. We've, uh, we're have we actually working with a few right now. So one of them wants to do a little food pantry at one of our parks It's uh, with a little kiosk similar to what you have with the little free library. So a lot of neat things coming up with that. Wow. Um, you know, it takes a lot to run a city. I don't think people – have an idea and again I'm, I keep going back to the cemeteries because it's been a lot of discussion yeah. with our board of aldermen does Greenville operate their own cemeteries? we do we maintain a number of cemeteries and actually as mayor I would actually sign off as each as each space was provided that was one of my roles yeah um, and we do that and you know we're at maximum capacity at uh, the Cedar Grove Cemetery yeah. which yeah. gosh knows uh, 1800 cemetery such and, history there yes. yeah uh, incredible history there of course Caleb Bradham is is buried there and other famous New Bernians uh, and you know that in itself is a really big project you know we have one of the oldest vaults there which is the Rem family vault um, their descendants have uh, partnered with ECU, School of Archaeology, okay. which I'm just incredibly thankful for. And they have come in and opened the mausoleum and removed the remains and are, because the mausoleum was about The restoring restoration? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was about yeah. to fall down. So yeah. East Carolina, the students have taken the remains. They're going to be studying those, trying to date them. And it was really interesting because uh, Foster and I got to go around there yes. and actually look inside the vault and, and the way it was kind of laid out. Um, they had removed. What's a time you know, capsule? Think about it. It, it, really, it really literally is. walk yes. into a time capsule. Sometimes you don't always know what you find <laughs> yeah. in these vaults from, you know, a couple right. hundred years ago. Absolutely. So they're actively working there. Right. And so those are the kind of things that the city has to do. So, you know, that. We have no more spaces there. Then we have our two other very, or three other cemeteries. So we've got the one out at, uh, I call it the Trent Woods Cemetery. And it is the Newburn city Memorial. Newburn, Newburn right. Memorial. Right. We've got Greenwood, which is another. It is the historic um, mm -hmm. African-American um, right. cemetery, which we've been working really hard. It has been neglected for generations, to be honest with you. And so now we... Um, you know, are in there. We've replaced uh, about three fourths of the fencing. That's correct. Around yes. there, and it's looking much better. Trying to the hard part has been trying to identify the bodies that are there because yep. the records were not very good. And then we have the Evergreen Evergreen Cemetery. Evergreen that's right. Cemetery. So, um, a want, question for you, Mayor: uh, sure. Does Greenville have an ice skating rink? We do. But is it a city-owned or privately owned? It is is privately held, and it's uh, right in the center of the city. And they have a uh, several club hockey teams that 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 participate there. It's a really unique feature, but it is very used. It, it, it is. is. Um, you know, the city tries not to step on the, um, you know, on, on the feet of, of private enterprise as best we can. We try to work with that. So, it's been very successful. It's, it's something that um, 
would be glad to put those in contact. But it's it's it's, it's very used. It's not just as a, as a venue for the sports, but it's a it's a, a birthday haven, <laughs> especially this time yeah. of year. Yeah. It is booked nonstop by families wanting to have birthday parties and other special events. And when it's yeah. hot out, you want to get cool, so you right. go inside and we, go skating. We, we don't have a actually most people in Greenville for for roller skating would either come over here or go to Chocolinity of all places. Greenville does not have a roller skating uh-huh. venue, but we do have ice skating. Which so is it, pretty unique. Well, and you know, yeah, that's kind of interesting how we all work together growing up. Yeah. And I had one in my backyard um, in Playland, Rod New York Playland. It was actually the home of, um, oh my God, an Olympian. And it was her home, uh, I mean, back in the 70s. And she's, I used to see her skating there and practicing. So, But what was interesting, we uh, I mentioned we were in Nashville a few weeks ago when East Carolina was playing the Super Regional versus uh-huh. Vanderbilt the whistler and all that good stuff. We won't get into we that. We won't get into that at all. <laughs> Go to Mississippi State. But they Nashville had a couple interesting spaces where they weren't full. I went to some of their parks because as a former mayor, I, I you know, you kind of check out the goods, right? And Nashville has the Parthenon, and I mean, it's just amazing stuff they have there in the parks. But they had several venues that had a roof and were just open-walled. And I saw people roller skating mm-hmm. yeah. in these open areas of just really nice concrete or, or other, other features. So, Different cities bring bring unique. They take advantage Definitely. of the spaces that That's they right. have. That's right. Yes, sure do. But again, thinking outside the box, uh, that was an entrepreneurial yeah. opportunity for a private company to come in and meet a need they did. that maybe the city was not able to fulfill. Right. And I think that's where that public-private partnership and understanding what communities need. We talked a few minutes ago about the boating opportunity. So that's, you know, while we may be providing kayaks and canoes, an opportunity to rent those, it still takes a private partner to do that. Right, and you're doing that because it's definitely a service that's needed. And and Greenville just purchased uh, a big track of land just across the river uh, where they're going to be doing an adventure park. But Mark Marietta just is a phenomenal, phenomenal opportunity. Yeah. Well, it's definitely the future of our parks and recreation department. We're really excited about it. And all all of our parks are used in many different ways. So Union Point is the most uh, visible because it's right there. People see it. You always see people. So therefore, it's probably used more than anything else, especially our gazebo. I can't tell you, Foster and I had this conversation about um, weddings. You would not believe how many requests he gets to the weddings there in the gazebo, have the receptions there. So that's become a big, uh, you know, use of that park. But then, you know, we have a a park that you don't see very much, and that's the Glen Burnie Park. That's right. um, Out there. It's a beautiful park. It's a beautiful park, and they've got golf frisbee we've got this 18 hole disc golf course yeah and yeah. you know i don't know that people see it because it's, it's not all the way at the, the end yeah it's so all the way at the end yes. where wcti you go down the road where wcti we, we used to when i was you know nine or ten okay. we went to i went to a camp there every summer there was a camp that the city ran i remember it as crystal clear as anything at Glen Burnie park i mean it was yeah. it has a special place in my heart and parks over covid became so much oh, more exploded. prevalent right. because people just had to get out of their yes. bubble. You know, it was a place you could go and just watch the trees and, and the wind and enjoy. And, and I think we've there's a new appreciation in all communities, the walkability of being able just to go and walk to a, a, a park that, or just a short drive away and, and kind of a, a whole reemphasis on how important that is, Foster, for your community. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think our yeah. Board of Aldermen is really focused on um, – 
you know, sidewalks right now. Yes. We, we believe the connectivity of sidewalks so that people can walk to places. We're partnering with uh, Trent Woods so that our sidewalks meet their sidewalks. So virtually people now from Trent Woods can walk from there into downtown Newburgh. Yeah. There's, there's pretty much sidewalks. Tra- tra- trails are that. ancient. It's yes. always been, you know, right. that's always been, in, you know, the, the way you get around and, and these communities have to have connectivity, safe connectivity, which yes. is really important. Right. So um, lots of questions. Candy, thank you for joining us today. And you've had lots of good questions. And she's telling us that she's ready for our city to get back to normal. I think we're pretty normal compared to most city. She likes to see a lot of fun activities. But she's asking, has Newburn considered adding any children's splash pads to any of the parks? So talk about that because we do have So we currently have a splash pad. It's located off George Street. The splash pad is free. It's open daily from 12 to 6 p.m. So we have a lot of families that go out there. We also rent it for for birthday parties. We have uh, hours available in the morning. And if you're interested about that, give us a call at Newburn Parks and Recreation at 639-2901. That's great, yeah. And so we have things. It's it's difficult. We have so much sure, that sure. That's we right. can't keep track That's right. of. I had a conversation actually with my father when we were driving over here this morning and talking about we all get so busy. And sometimes we when we work with it every day, Foster, like you do, we just take for granted where everybody, you know. But you That's do right. a pretty good job of promoting it. But we always have to push these features out there for us. Always, our always. Constantly. Getting that word out, the communication is very important. And, and you know, we, we were talking, we were, we were, as we were going to Raleigh yesterday, we were talking about the gazebo, yeah. for example. And how do people know uh, how that they need to have a reservation for it? So we're always, as staff, we're always having to work on, we need additional signage. But we don't want to. We don't want it to be billboards everywhere, but right. there's, a, there's a fine line with that thing. But, yes, getting the word out is very important. And it's important to, to visit our sites. You know, go to visitnewburn.com. We constantly yeah. work on um, posting and changing up our website to make it That's easier right. to Fresh find content. it. Because sometimes yeah. people can't remember what to, what to put there. You've got visitnewburn.com. I mean, Melissa does a great job of trying to connect all the activities and resources that we have there. So visit. I want to give Melissa, in. somebody started doing this as kind of a, a stencil, and they put a web, they started putting it on light poles everywhere throughout this community that I saw, just for people as you're at the stoplight, yeah, visit Newburn, not God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. a great yeah. idea. Yeah. Did you hear that, Melissa? We need to try yeah. I like that. Thank you very much. I don't want to get you in trouble, but just saying I've seen that in other communities, kind of a guerrilla activity is, yeah. is free on light poles at stoplights, right? Yeah, right. yeah that's, that is a great Subliminal. thing. Um, and Candy's telling us that your staff is great, Foster. Oh, we know oh, that great. Thank great. you. Go ahead, Melissa. I'm sorry. No, no, you're fine. No, thank you. And, I, um, you know, that's why I was saying, too, to just to reinforce, I mean, that's not just a tourism, you know, resource. I mean, that website, visitnewburg.com, has all of the parks we were just talking about, all of the outdoor activities and the family fun things to do. I mean, and this is year-round, and, and we keep this uh, completely up-to-date, and there's images, and there's, uh, you know, a profile listing, so you can find out their hours and admission or if it's free. So all of those things, I mean, are is there for local usage as well. We, we encourage that. It's, we're, you know, trying to, short of the, the lamppost idea or the um, light pole idea, Alan, um, we've also started, you know, everybody's gotten back into the QR codes. Yeah. So yeah, we big time. have um, clings and um, are creating those for uh, the storefront where people have a QR code that just goes straight to the website. Um, so people don't have to, you know, download anything on their phone or, or go to, a, you know, a URL. They can just scan their phone or scan using their phone and <laughs> it just goes right to our website and they can have access to anything they want. And um, again, I mean, those we're seeing them on the windows and we're putting them in hotels. We're looking at 
using them or having them uh, accessible at the restaurants as well. And um, this is this is for everybody. So um, we, we definitely uh, want that, that website to be a resource for all of us. And it's great. Speaking of QR codes, so yesterday we were in Raleigh and went to a restaurant and they don't hand out menus. Yeah. Yeah. They just hand out, they have a piece of paper on the table. Ready. That's right. <laughs> on the table and Point with the it. QR code. And I was like, what, 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 wait a minute. And so, it, it, thank God it had directions. Hold your phone over the, the camera. camera. <laughs> right here. And it was, kind of, it really was cool because then it had the little arrow point. There was the menu, yeah. you know. So, but even on television, you like you could do it on this show. You could have QR codes that pop up when you have different guests yep. on. Someone can literally, you know, look at the QR code. Yes. On, you know, I've seen people do it, pull up to their TV and... It can register that QR code and take you right to the website on their phone, just at your TV screen or your computer screen. This is too much intelligence for me. <laughs> a little scared. Good connectivity. We talked about connectivity. That's right. And it was really funny. You know, I tried to go back to ECU uh, to you know, finish my degree. You know, I never got my degree. And so um, when they looked, I mean, I had 127 credit hours. Um, but they said, you have to take computer. And I was like, you are kidding me. <laughs> And now I know why. That's when you find a good, a good partner or a good group that you get assigned to and, and do your part, right? Yes, we are boomers, aren't we? <laughs> this is a shame. I was born back in the dark ages, I guess. Hey, but you got it done, didn't you? And I continue to get it done. Yes. So, you that, know, exactly. that is, that's the important thing. I continue that's right. to get it done, whether I want a lot of paper or not. But, but it is, you know, going back to our city, we are... There's so many facets to it. And that's, again, what people don't understand. It's more than, um, it's more than one issue. Yeah. And, and, you know, people, you know, get upset with the city or whatever. They have that one issue and they don't realize that well, we have to look at the big picture. Yes. And there's so much going on. We do offer so many things to our citizens. As I said, with a municipality, we offer quality of life. You know, uh, water, sewer, electric, yep. those are quality of life. Parks and recreation, quality of life. And that's what, you know, when the traffic light goes out, when, you know, different things happen, that's what we provide versus a county that provides the social services, the health department, yes. the mm -hmm. schools, all of that. So we're all, you know, we deal with it in a different way, and it's it's bigger it's bigger than us. <laughs> yes. It is, and it will yes. be here long after we're oh, gone. Long oh, long after. We have a legacy that hopefully they'll speak kindly of us years later about. I'm glad they had the foresight you yeah. know, to put all this together. But, you know, we do do that. So I um, we'll be getting ready. We have redone the courtroom. Uh, I've been involved in a major renovation of our uh, second floor, and we've repainted City Hall. We had a lot of issues from yep. the storm and plaster falling down. Still was, working on the elevator, though, right? Uh, well, it's getting it, ready. Yeah, we'll it's getting ready to start construction in yes. September, so I'm excited about that. That's but, great. Um, in doing that, um, you know, we're going to be honoring the first black mayor and the first woman mayor, Leander Morgan, and my mother-in-law, Ella Bengal. And um, in looking at that and speaking to people and trying to bring all that information together, it was funny going through some minutes and notes from both of them that they did have the vision and they saw things that we are living today. Yes. Uh, some of that was the bridge. You know, um, Ella sat in many meetings talking about the future of Newburn and bringing that Noose River Bridge yeah. in and, and changing that. And also to the, the, the future of our city growing and how we have grown. I don't, you know, 40 years ago, I don't think they ever would have dreamed Newburn would go to where it's gone today, but they did, 
you know, have that vision and that understanding. And, you know, even when your dad was involved, uh, you know, it's it's quite the change. So, so much has changed. I mean, wow, as a kid, Al Cokes being down here, you know, have a car dealership down here in the downtown Newburn and all the things that, you know, how much the city has continued to grow and expand it into different zones, you know, and just the commercial district, so much that's happened. But right. we get caught up so many times and, you know, there's so many great sayings about planting a forest and all these right. things. What that really means, you're handing that to the next generation. But that's what we have here. This is such a special place. And what is this going to look like? We forget 2030. You know, think about 2050 and beyond. Right. Yes. And are you are you are you laying that groundwork now? You know, for just a, it's a tremendous community for grandkids, grandkids going forward. And and Newburn has that type of, you know, possibilities. It really does. All the wonderful things come together here. Yeah. And. You know, we have to understand that while we're, we're doing some great things and we're yeah. getting some things done, there's still we have to do. And so when people say, well, you haven't done this or you haven't done that, it's because it just, in city government or in any government, it is a process. And I know Foster's... It's a partnership. Right. Oh, it, it, yes. goodness right. gracious. You don't always have right. full control. Uh, it's not always like whether the president all the way down. Right. You don't show up and wave a magic wand. Right. You're herding cats. <laughs> That's right. you got to be able to have a... Make a good pitch of why this makes sense, and right. as as you said, uh, Sabrina, a while ago, sometimes you make your make your pitch, and the, uh, a council may go the other way. Yeah, yes. but and that's okay. You move on to the next opportunity. Absolutely, and thank you, Candy. She said, "Action and vision in this area is more robust than I have encountered in a city before." And I believe, you know, I do have counterparts, and I'm very thankful for that. Not only at the local level, but you know, county and and statewide. That understand we we have to stop talking and we got to start walking and I think we are all we are yeah. all getting that message that we can talk about it all day long but if we don't put some action into place we're not gonna right. you know get anything or make anything happen so uh, gosh the hour goes by doesn't it you know we talk about so many things and it really goes by but um, I want to thank Melissa thank you for being on the phone with us today and talking about all the wonderful things happening in our community I really appreciate you being here. And Foster, Thank you know, you. Um, I have to see you all the time. I'll see you about 1030. I'll be at City Hall. <laughs> busy day. Busy Friday. Yes, busy, and, yeah. you know, and I want to thank you for all that you're doing with Parks and Rec. We have so many great opportunities. Please get out and enjoy the festivities for 4th of July. If you want more information, you can go to two places. You can go to visitnewburn.com. All of it's there. Or you can go to newburn.com nc.gov and go to parks and recreation and you'll see the litany of stuff going on in the city but alan before we close let's talk about the fourth of july let's yeah. talk about how important and the most important is. day the fifth of july which is my birthday oh oh throw that out there let's just put that out there melissa so your poor mother she was not independent on the fourth of july she was in the hospital here in newburgh there's a good story behind that pamlico county bay river and all of a sudden alan decided to come into the world on fourth of july and and the, the doc said he can be a fourth of july baby or fifth that's right we'll take him whatever that's it right. is Yep. We're going to take a whatever he 1969. is. 1969. Uh, well, uh, you know, happy birthday Thank in you. advance. And, uh, you know, it's always good to have another trip around the sun. The alternative Amen. is not good. That's right. I'll take this alternative. <laughs> yes, that's true. But, you know, um, we are so fortunate to live in this country with all its warts, with all its problems, with all Absolutely. the fussing and fighting. There is no other country like the United States of America. And whether you believe that we are right or believe that we are wrong nowhere else will you have the freedoms that we have here because of what happened in 1776 and yeah. that's what we're celebrating not what's wrong 
but what's right. I think we get lost in that so yes. many times. We, we take advantage and, and we take for granted. Yes. I think that so many things that people have fought and died for. Oh, and if you absolutely. ever travel out in, in the United States, we, 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 we're so big. It's such an exp- expansive, big country. We get lost in it so many times. We don't realize that so many people have lost so much around the world. And if you travel to some parts of, of Europe not that long ago and right. you walk those gravestones, you know, on the beach there in France, you know, and, and what happened in June, uh, you know, in World War II, and, and you go to Africa, you go to other areas, and so much we just take for granted. To have the, the privilege to, to have dissent, the ability to be able to disagree uh, civilly and move on, and some people forget about that and try to divide us. And that's why you need to always understand, protect the right of other people to have different opinions and, 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 and glorify the fact that what we have in this country is so special and so unique. Yes, we are not perfect. <laughs> no doubt about it. That's what makes us who we are. But we're still the place that the rest of the world looks to and emulates for what they really want. Right. Every citizen around the world, if you ask them, they have a choice. You know, this is a place that they still look forward to. Right. So I'm, you know, I think we should celebrate, have fun, yes. watch the fireworks. And realize that, you know, look to your left and right. Look to your neighbors. What are, matters. You, are you helping in your neighborhood? Are you checking on the person who lives next door to you because you hadn't seen them in a while or whatever? It's just being aware of our surroundings. But that's what allows us to be free in this country because we are a caring, loving people. Again, regardless of all the mess we okay. see and hear, um, our brightest days are still ahead of us. And I know that. And you and I have been involved in trying to, to make that happen. And I think in our own ways we'll continue to be yes. involved in that. For those of you listening today, we thank you for joining us. We've been live on Facebook tonight uh, at 6 o'clock. If you missed any of the show, you can join us on 96.3. Thank you, Henry Hinton, for allowing our show to be rebroadcast there. Drive time as you're driving to the beach or driving home and getting ready for a barbecue this weekend. I believe the weather today is going to be eh, but tomorrow and Sunday are going to be great days. People will be off Beautiful on Monday. Weekend. And you're right, Diane, positivity starts within. So when you have a great attitude, it just spills out to everything else. So happy 4th of July. Thank you so much. Now, next week, you'll hear Lee. You won't hear me because I'm going to take a little vacation. I figured Lee had a chance. I should have a chance. And I know Steve Bingle will appreciate the fact that um, I'm being still. I'm going to try. So he, he told me, you will not be a Take your friend. phone. Yeah. Steve, take your phone away. No, he can't do that. <laughs> He cannot do that. I have to be connected. So, But, Alan, this has been such a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, Look forward to our continued discussion and uh, developing something I think that uh, most people will want to hear and see. You know this, always available anytime. This is is as much as my home as as any place on on this planet. So I love the community and great to be here. And thank you, Foster. Don't work too much this weekend. (laughs) Thanks so much for having me. And thank you all. Happy 4th of July. Have fun, but be safe and take care. And God bless America. Take care now. Bye.